Blog well, good morning, Radio. everybody. I was having some technical difficulties, which seems to be the commonality now these days Thanks with Blog Talk Radio. Radio. But I'm here. Monday I did have Mary a caller, and I apologize. On Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern, Mary and her guests you hung up, and I can't call you back. Second Monday of each month. The conscious herself and our generous sponsor will join the show. You don't want to miss Jillian's dynamic personality and manifesting knowledge. Now grab a pen and paper for Mary's phone number, then just call her with your questions about manifesting and the law of attraction. Here's that number, area code 516-418-5651. Don't be shy. If you like the show tonight, let us know. Call 321-417-4309 or email mary at beunique.org to ask how you can sponsor the show. It's simple and doesn't have to cost much at all. Visit beunique.org for even more details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Join the global world changers who already know how Be Unique helps bring together like-minded humans who are making the world a better place. Read the magazine and blog posts, watch our videos, listen to our podcast, and visit our social media from one location and let's work together. Change tomorrow by finding solutions today. Visit BeUnique.org to learn more. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. Have you ever read a web article on the internet that really spoke to you? No, I mean really spoke to you. Well, let me tell you about Newsly. Newsly is the new and incredible audio app made especially for iOS and Android. Newsly picks up web articles about the most trending topics throughout the entire internet. And at any given moment, Newsly reads those web articles to you in a natural human voice. Browse your favorite articles from topics you choose Stop scrolling, start playing, start listening, and start learning. And Newsly has podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. Our podcasts, Unscripted, Coffee Candy and Creatives, and On Demand are there too. Go to www.newsly.me to download and use Newsly for free now. And if you use promo code BEUNIQUERADIO, all one word and with caps, Receive a one-month free premium description. For the first time in the history of the Internet, the web becomes listenable. Listen and learn with Newsly. Hello? Hello?
Hello, beautiful lady. I've been meaning to find five minutes to reach out to you to thank you from the bottom of my heart and Mary Krause, who I call the Countess, for the two beautiful books. I'm dying to get in and really dig into your first book. My surgery is on hold right now because we know how finances go. Um, but I wanted to let you know I would like to buy one of the children's books. One of my dear, dear friends uh, lost her husband Saturday. He's only 33 years old. To cancer, he found out three weeks ago he had cancer and he's gone. And your book came the same day. And I said, okay, this is not a coincidence whatsoever. And she has, uh, her oldest son is two, her youngest son is one. I did send her a couple of pictures um, of your book and I said, Stephanie, I'd really love to, to purchase one of these books for you. So let me know how I can purchase it. And if I could have you sign it and I'll just tell you what their names are to write in the book. It is such a beautiful, beautiful children's book. And it's um, no coincidence, my granddaughters were here too. And when my youngest one was reading through it, she's five, she goes, Gigi, that's all the stuff you tell us all the time. And that's what you tell your clients. And I said, I know, because our angels are always there. Our angels that were not human, that were here, like Uncle Bright. So I would love to know how to purchase this book. Let me know. I'll give you Stephanie's address. Um, she needs all the help she can get. And I know this book will definitely, I'm not giving her mine. I'm like, nope, Mrs. Krause bought that for me, the Countess. So I'm keeping that one to pass down to great-grandchildren at some point. But I would love to be able to purchase another one. I hope you're doing awesome. Hello? When you unmute me, I can't hear you. So I don't know what happened there. I just heard unmuted, but then I don't hear you talking. Anyway, I'm here. I just can't hear your show. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? No. Well, apparently the show is going to echo and probably didn't work at all. Hi. Hello there. Hello there. Can you hear me now? I do. I hear you now. I actually had to call in on my phone. Hmm. Mercury retrograde channel period. (laughs) Sometimes. So, what is your name? It's Dion. Dion. Are you my Dion who calls all the time? Yeah, I was trying to, I wanted to find out what happened with your job interview. <laughs> um, nothing. It it didn't go as planned. They were actually looking for engineers. And I'm not oh. an engineer. Well, you are an engineer, but probably not the type of engineer that they wanted. I'm a word engineer. <laughs> 
been a domestic engineer. Oh, no, no, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was an engineer. And my mom used to say, I'm a domestic goddess engineer, you know. And she was right. I mean, she ran the household. It's our job, you know. That's cool. Well, it, you know, rejection's God's protection. So it was just a dry run to probably get you back up and out there, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so you'll find something that's a better fit or something else will come along. You know, as long as you have a certain purpose, that's all you need, right? Exactly. Are you hearing Um, an echo? No. Okay, good. So, Elisa's show, can I talk about Elisa's show? Absolutely. So, I called in a couple of weeks ago, and she said that she saw me going through the mountains in July. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And I still haven't moved yet. Well, she said I was going to move in May. and that it, But you know how, like, the timing is never right? So I know. It's between now and... July, I'll be going through the mountains to get to Florida. I still haven't wow. uh, gotten all the puzzle pieces together, but not for lack of trying. It's like, oh, come on already. Sometimes I just get so burnt out from, like, trying to make it all happen, you know? Oh, I know. I don't know. Jesus, take the wheel. It, yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard to get out of our own way. And and that's kind of what I was talking about today, about manifesting the different things. You don't, I've been been asking the universe to send me driven, motivated volunteers. And yesterday I got a a phone call from somebody who wants to, we, we do this thing called Manifest. It's a fundraiser. It's a tabletop vendor event. And we have a lot of different people doing different things, but it's got a spiritual uh, undertone to it. it I've been, in one moment said it's not spiritual enough for her, and another person said it was too spiritual. So you can't please everybody. But this one woman wants to change the venue. And I said, I don't have a problem changing the venue, but you have to find something that's convenient for me that the organization can afford that will fit about 30 to 40 tables. And so she called me yesterday, and she started saying, what about this place? What about that place? And and the whole time she's talking, I'm thinking, oh, God, lady, just, you got to, you can't be, you're kidding me, you know, because where we are is inside an older. Well, she she wants to be convenient for her. She should have already had like 10 reasons why this venue would have been better. And I know how to, you know what I'm saying? Not like give you more work to do. Well, I told her I I wasn't going to do any more work. I said, if you want to go to these places, because some of the places she mentioned I'd already checked into. And, you know, she pays $55 to rent space at our booth. And her complaint was there wasn't enough foot traffic. And I said, well, 
I'm already advertising in a couple of printed places. We advertise on radio. We advertise on social media. If the vendors aren't also advertising and bringing in their customers, I can't help that. Um, I can only do what I can do. But I, I said, if you want to do the legwork and you want to do the research and, and check in more places, by all means, knock yourself out. I'd, I'd love to have you working on this because I've already, I've already put in. problem and not part of the solution. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, oh, if oh, I'm going to come to you and she, I'm going to make a statement like that, I'm, I need to back it up. So how did well, she know she was the, calling, foot, the foot traffic, traffic only has to do with the venue and maybe not something else? You get what exactly. I'm saying? Like it has, a lot, it has like a lot to do with a lot of things. I mean, it would have been Some, great. Sometimes, it, it, well, there's a lot of things going on on the same date sometimes. Right. And, you know, I, I, I have people say, well, I can't make it on this date. But I could do it on, you know, I could do it the week before. I could do it the week after. I'm sorry. The date is the date. I'm not changing it for you. And because other people, it's convenient for some, but it's not convenient for all. And that's fine. But she was willing. But she was willing to send somebody else to sit in their booth. She was There's willing to wait. This woman with everything. She was willing to do the work. She said, I just don't know what to say to people when I ask them. I said, I will send you the proposal that I used when I was reaching out looking for venues. I'm also going to send her my list of venues that I've already approached, and she will see. And no need for her to reach out to the same people I've already reached out to because yeah. their price is going to be their price. And she, you know, I, and I had to explain to her, I said, I'm not willing to do this outdoors because she said, well, what if you did it? Out, you know, at this place outdoors, then the vendors could bring their tents and their tables and their chairs. I said, well, you could. I said, but however, as an organization, you know, I met with my board of directors, and as an organization, we decided we do not want to do it the cheap way where everybody is responsible for their own stuff. We want to do it our way, which is indoors, out of the elements, Rain or shine, snow or whatever, hot, you know, no mosquitoes, no alligators, no snakes, no birds pooping on your, su- on well, your you stuff. Can, you can compromise with her and give it one time outside. The, I did an author fest, and it was the weekend after the 4th of July, which historically mm-hmm. is the best weekend to have any kind of outdoor events. That's why most weddings happen on that weekend because it's the least amount of chance for rain and this, that, and everything else. And so, like, maybe one month you could do it outside. You know, because she is a vendor of yours, and you, you yeah. want to be able and, to take constructive criticism. It's probably not a good idea all the time, but maybe, like, a one-off. Well, she's willing, to, she's willing to put in the legwork, so I'm willing to listen. And, mm-hmm. you know, part of that listening means she's going to get access to my files and know – how I approach people, and she's also going to have access to the people I've already approached, so she'll know what the difference is. And I told her, I said, I'm not opposed to doing it outside, in in the not in the middle of July. I'll do it sometime um, when it's because you know, in Florida it's really hot in July. 
but also it, it can be hot in January in Florida. Um, but when she finds out that it's actual work, she may continue to do it or she may say, oh, this is more work than I'm willing to put in. But she said, well, how much are you willing to pay for this? And I said, well, let me give you an example. If we use this one place that you mentioned, I would have to charge you and every other vendor $200 where I'm charging you 55 to make it feasible for us. And so we, we had a nice talk, and at first I was a little what, upset what, because I'm thinking. Venues, so, what venue, so what's the goal? You want more foot traffic to make more sales? Like what, what, are, what are these vendors selling? Like what, what type of event is it? Well, it, it is a tabletop event. Um, we do have presentations where we have people talking about their product or their services. Um, in, in the past, we've had, well, it, I'll tell you what we've done in the past. That'll be easier for me than anything else. Um, just give me okay. half a second here to to look this up because we've done I know, this. I I'm such uh, a fast. Sorry. I don't know why. No, I'm you're like not. That. No, My you're not. Had anxiety really bad too. July will be our fourth event. Okay. And so that's when, good. When you're not we, too far in where you can't modify things. Right. Oh, I can always, I can always, always modify. I have no problem with that. Um, because I, I think it, you have to be willing to to make changes. Um, where is my and your bi- your oh, biggest expense is renting out the venue. Um, that's one that and advertising. Yeah, advertising, advertising is will always be so expensive. Like it's you have to go straight to the target audience. But what about venues? And I don't know what your project is or anything like that. We're just brainstorming here on a Monday morning. But um, yeah, have, and, and I'm sure you have. Just wanted to find out. Like some of the like holistic fairs and stuff like that. Even my book signing was done on the lawn of a library overlooking like the lake. So right. was there any chance of getting like a less expensive venue where people frequent anyway? Like the best way to do an event like that is to do an event where people are going to be there anyway. So like with the right. author fest. They were going to go well, to the that's, beach. Well, that's one reason we chose the mall, because people, okay. even, though, even though the mall is not um, real big, you know, it's not uh, as, as popular as it was back in the 80s, the mall still gets a lot of traffic. And, and we have... Because it's cool, or are they in there because they want to spend money? Both. We we ha- okay. we have had, and see because of be unique being what we are. One of our main focuses is uh, other charities. So we invite charities to come join us, and we give them their space at a much reduced price compared to other people. So we basically ask them to cover our rent space. Charities. We had one who will always come back because. The first one she attended, um, somebody gave her $50, bam, boom, right off the bat. So she doubled the cost of her table. She made her table and then some. And 
she's one of the presenters. She comes, you, she usually gets up on stage and talks about her charity. We've had belly dancers perform. We have people doing, uh, we talk about safely using cannabis. Uh, we've had people talk about stem cell activation. We've done yoga demonstrations, uh, tai chi demonstrations. We do a spirit yeah, but you, journey. Even you answered your own, own you, you said it yourself. The mall isn't what it was back in the 80s. Get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's kind of like that might work for right now, but it's probably not your end game. Because you're looking to grow your well, your business. Well, see, we can't, because we're using the mall, we can't charge admission. But if we had a place that was a standalone, we could definitely charge admission to come. And then we have to hope that the people show up to pay that admission. What? And, what town you know, are you in? We are we're in we're on the space coast of Florida. So right now we're holding it in Merritt Island, one of the northern parts of the state of the county. Um a lot of stuff goes on down in Melbourne or Palm oh, Bay okay. areas. Okay, um, let me look on the map. You know where Cocoa Beach is? Know. Yes, it's Ron John Surf Shop. Yeah, we're not far from there. We're about 15, 20 minutes from Cocoa Beach. Okay. And, like, what other big events would, were, like, a hit, and where were they hosted at? Because people oh, are always looking for entertainment and stuff like that. And you have guest speakers. And if you, if you yeah. get up and do, like, a talk, like a TED Talk type of thing, you're going to suck that whole crowd in, and they're going to come back because people want to raise their vibrations. They want to feel good. They need a dose. Yeah, of we do that. You know, we we okay. have a, we have about twelve we have about twelve presenters. Some of them do music. Um, in fact, we have a, a professional musician who's already promised to come, and she gives us every every time we do this, she provides her stage equipment so that we've got a professional sound system going on, and she comes and does her little concert, like a ninety minute concert. And we have inter- we have dancers, we have entertainers, uh, we have had a comedian come on, uh, and then we have people who do their presentation based on what they're trying to sell. So it depends on on you know and and you know just depends on who's interested in doing that. We've had people from to Zumba, basically, and everything in between. Like, is there a zoo over there or any kind of a nature park where people would just be at anyway? That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm the, saying the, like... there, is, there is a zoo in the county, and they charge you to use their facilities uh, a lot okay. more than the mall charges. See, everything, what we're doing right now is trying to get the the brand established at a low rate. Yeah, but when we change venues, we're going to have... Well, we get we quite a few people. We we get close to a thousand I know, people. But to to cover the uh, to cover the the nuts on the um on the oh okay, we'll, we'll have to and and that was what I told like, the woman who volunteered you know to to go somewhere else we're going to have to raise your price. Yeah. What is it like ten bucks a head or something? Because I've gone to holistic fairs. And I didn't have a problem paying an admission fee because there were vendors there that I wanted to to check out. 
like people that made right. clothes out of like whatever, like hemp thread or, you know, like different types of like crystals for sale and stuff like that. So I did, they had it like um, the holistic fairs in the Midwest. They had them, uh, they have them at like these convention centers. Um, uh-huh. And it was a very kind of small, they're very small venues, but they still have them, you know. Um, right. And they advertise them in the papers or whatever. And I, I know going there, I'm going to have to pay an admission fee. But I also know going there, I'm going to get access to things that I can't get access to really anywhere else. It's like all in one thing. They do it every six months. And boy, have they grown. When they first started, it wasn't like it is now, but, you know, it's been years. So, you know, you're just looking to – my only suggestion is, is like from listening to what you had to say, was that, you know, you're just looking for a place that already has foot traffic and that, you know, you would bring in more, you know what I'm saying? Like the mall yeah. how you got started. And it might be good for like the first six months or the first year, but there's always room for growth, you know? And like, I do that to myself too. Like I get so mad when I don't hit it out of the park my first time up to bat, you know? Cause I'm like, I, I'm a superstar. I, I hit grand slams every day, all day long. But when I walk into a new turf and, and like, it's not like the best that the best of the best that it could be the very first couple of times I walk up to the plate. I want to beat myself up over it. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, well, you're getting the feedback for a reason. So what you have right now is working. It can be improved at that venue or leave space for another venue to come forward. Exactly. I, I, what I think is you'll just attract more and more venues, just like that holistic that holistic fair does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then eventually maybe mm-hmm. you will run out of convention center for a weekend and just do it like once a quarter or something like that, you know? It's still very new. It's still a little seedling that you're growing. Oh yeah. You know? And and uh, you know, I'm I'm open to any amount of feedback and I will take it and take it to the board and talk to them and see what they have to say. Yeah, and right now our board our board's kind work, of scattered. I always give them work back. You know, whenever somebody gives me work, I always yeah. Come on, that's a great idea. Why don't you show me how that? You know, like what do you mean by that? That's like that's it make exactly, them work That's exactly what I'm doing. Bothering you, you know what I mean? Because people mm-hmm. will just suck up your energy. Nope, not, not not anymore. I'm not allowing that. Get the boundaries up. Yes. I mean, even I noticed, like, your, um, your, uh, all your emails and stuff like that, and I read through them when they come out, depending on how much time I uh-huh. have. But, yeah, I, I do that. You know what I mean? So you're definitely a recognized um, organization. It's about, yeah. you know, how to spread it in the right way, because you don't want the wrong crowd either, you know? Exactly, exactly. But advertising has always been, like, my Achilles heel because, like, I remember when I first put my first book out on, on Amazon and I did the 100-book giveaway and then I bought into their marketing with paying, you know, for clicks or, and stuff like that. And then they say the minute that you stop paying, they put you all the way down to the bottom because they know that if you paid once, You'll pay again. But I, I never did. Uh-huh. 
the best way I, I found advertising was just using social media. The thing is, is right now people are being real choosy with where they spend their extra dollars. You know what I mean? Because, like, my extra dollars has to go towards, like, my already debt that I've accumulated before I could even go out and pay for something and go to something I would enjoy. You know what I mean? So it's really getting it minimal. And, like, you can do a lot of advertising in a bunch of different ways. Like, the best is the Oh, and I do. The Facebook groups. You, you have the, are, you, are you on the Facebook groups for what's in the area? Did you join those? Yes. Oh, we like, joined them the all over the there? place. Okay. Yes. And you put, you posted the event, right, on Facebook? Yes. We have an event page. We have a special page for the manifest pictures. We're on every community calendar we can find. Okay, so on and Facebook, you have it in under an event that anybody can go to on or off Facebook, right? Like you actually created yes. an event. Okay. Yeah, because those are huge. That's like one of the best ways to like get it in there. That that maybe like a uh, like a local radio station might be good. Or what I did for my for my um, author fest was I made up little little flyers, and they were just small because that's what I could afford. Little six by nine flyers, and I spent two days and I went to every single store downtown, and I asked them if they would tape it up in their window, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. We've it done that too. To like meet the store owners that's a good way too right yeah i don't know i was calling your show today because i'm in that manifesting it's like your body doesn't know the different like you know like i can't say i'm so fat because then my body thinks it's fat you know what i mean so say, like, oh i'm so skinny i'm yeah. so skinny because your body doesn't know the difference of and, and what you know what i found you. works for me even better than that is i am happy in my healthy body that serves me well. You know, you can change the words for the um, the way you think about yourself. It's not even about being fat or being skinny. Uh, one of my mantras is, thank you for giving my body the strength it needs to do everything required in a day. Thank you for giving me life, just to sustain life, to be here, to witness it all. Yes. There's just so much pressure, like, all the time. Like, I was thinking this morning, like, every time I, and I moved away from the town that I grew up in, but any time I run into somebody that I went to high school with, all they ever do is talk about, like, one of my sister's mansion or my brother's mansion and how rich they are and you know oh my god you know like your sister's house you know sold it was the most expensive and blah 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 blah. and all it does is make me feel like a complete disaster you know what I mean and it's like I I just I mean I have to give myself a break too because I didn't give up on myself and I didn't give up on life I took a different path you know, and it's just like I have to rem- remember to keep my ego in check because life isn't about all the possessions that you acquire. Although I'm unapologetic, if, you know, like to own a Lamborghini, I'm not going to apologize when I go and I won't uh, I won't buy it, but I'll lease it. Maybe I'll buy it. I don't yeah. know. I doubt it. We'll see. Anyway, they make them for a reason and people are buying them. And if I want to own a $200,000 sports car, then I will buy it. <laughs> if it's in my highest and best interest and not be apologetic for it, you know, it's just kind of exactly. like, and you, shouldn't, 
you shouldn't be apologetic for the way your body looks either. You know, just be genuine and be yourself. Be as much Dion as you can be and don't worry about what people compare you to because when people compare us to our siblings or um, our lifestyle to someone else's lifestyle, it says more about them than it does about you. Yeah, it took me a long time to let all that go. I used to want to punish my my siblings for what they did to me. But then I, the one good thing, I know I rag on living in Wisconsin a lot because it's cold. <laughs> but the thing is, is the one good thing about living up here for the time that I have is it allowed me to clear the air. Like it allowed me to clear my mind with like I used to seek revenge against the people who have done me wrong. And then I realized that was just a waste of my time and energy. And, you know, you can't tell the universe how to do its job. You know, I don't tell the sun, oh, get up, it's uh, time to rise. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That was a huge growth period for me, you know, to realize that it's like, look, they can't face me. (laughs) And they couldn't because they already knew what they did. So their punishment is enough, whatever they get. I don't want to contribute to it at all, you know. But where do I grow from here? And sometimes it does get frustrating, like, you know, and you're like, okay, I know I got to change my venue, but, you know, I'm not exactly sure yet what is going to be a better fit for my vendors. You know what I'm saying? So, like, who knows? Maybe this lady will bring in the right place. Maybe they won't. But the energy already came in to shift it around. She's one of about 35 that everybody else seems to love the venue. So if she's the oh, only one who doesn't like else it. Likes the, yeah. So if everybody else likes the venue but not her, then that would be something that would have to be worked on in the background to see what she can bring to the table because there might be, if, if, if you can get more foot, tra- more foot traffic, is only going to do you any good if it's going to bring in more awareness. Because it's not about really making more money. You know what I'm saying? It's about you're spreading awareness. Like the person that, let's say you sell, like you have like a, a yoga teacher there. Okay, come and join, you know, this yoga class or whatever. Maybe they don't join the class, but maybe they now practice yoga. And it's, it's about exactly. spreading the awareness. Exactly. So more foot traffic may not, that could just also bring in more headaches too. You get what I'm saying? Like you could have 200 more people uh, see And there's 200 more people I've got to make sure are happy. Or, but it could be people that cause problems for you too. You know what I mean? It's kind of like be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. You know, like I watched yeah. that documentary with Air, like about the Michael Jordan you know how the Michael Jordan shoe, and he became like yeah. really famous and, and wealthy, and then he bought his dad this brand new red shiny new Lexus, and then what happened? His dad got shot in it because it was so exactly. shiny. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So like, 200 more people may not benefit you. 200 more people, all of a sudden out of nowhere, might be it might be a diminishing return. It might actually hinder your progress if it's people that are stand, that are skeptics. Who it's the hard sell that you have to try to convince them to do yoga or use this product or whatever. You know what I mean? As far as it being an outside venue, my opinion on that is I'm a Sagittarius. 
So obviously I'm going to say, yeah, go for it. It is hot in Florida. So maybe you do a night. Maybe there's a hotel that like on a Thursday night would offer you like their whole back patio or something. You know what I yeah, mean? There, there's like a lot of could, options. Yeah. There's just be like, always be open to options because it's about spreading that awareness that, well, that's what I think you do with like, with your, you know, the whole be unique is all about spreading awareness, opening and like letting people know you can, you, you know, it's almost like when you're spiritual, you have to like come out of the closet with it. You know, like I know who yeah. I can talk to about my spirituality and I know who I can't because some people are just so freaking closed minded. You know what I mean? Like it's just, a waste of your time and energy, but for you, you're just honing in on the best possible spot. So, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a holistic change and a holistic challenge, really, you know, even, even though not all of your ven- vendors um, may be, you know, under holistic, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a hay house, but in the, in the reality, you know what I mean? In a way. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of like it's a, a little, a little um, more grounded. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's just, it's just growth, it's just growth. And, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes up from that. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, it'll it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see where it takes you. Yeah to see like what she has to come up with or, you know, anything like that. And, you know, what the other board members have to say, they're all scattered. Don't you just have like an online zoom meeting or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. We're in, let's see. Um, I'm in Merritt Island. Jennifer's in, well, she's currently in Seattle, but she lives in Orlando. Uh, Franklin's in Davenport. Um, the other Mary is in South Carolina, and who's number five? Oh, Lynn's in Tennessee. So, yeah, we're in three different states. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited when I go down to Miami to see what I can, what I conjure up with my book sales. That'll be interesting. I know that, like, being an author down there is going to be a... an improvement to what is got what I've got going on over here, but it, it, it can never happen fast enough, and it never lasts long enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's just you have to remember that it's all part of the growing, the journey. It's, you know, part, it's, of the journey. Part, of the it's journey. part of the journey. It's all part of the journey. Manifesting is part of the journey. You know, like absolutely. And, and you know what, Elisa. Elisa said that too. And ever since she said that to me, I've really been on the lookout. She said that on my journey to Florida, you got to remember, I've been manifesting living in Florida on my own like this for like 10 years, okay? Well, see, that's what, you know, I talk about that a lot because sometimes when we manifest something, it doesn't come true for us as quickly as we think it should, but there are reasons. It took me 40 years to write my first book. And it took me four months to write the second. And now I'm editing editing somebody else's book and I'm illustrating a third person's book. And in the meantime, somewhere in there, I've got to work on my next book because I've got oodles and oodles of books to finish. But 
it, it, it you know, the, the woman who I'm working with illustrating her book, she said she'd been working on her, she started it three years ago. And she said, but I couldn't finish it until you were ready to help me illustrate it. And she said, I, I just can't imagine working with anybody else. And that's the way the universe works. When we're ready, sometimes we have a lot of lessons to learn before we're ready to accept the gift. I agree with that. I don't think I would have been, I don't think, I would have tried to have moved there 10 years. I mean, of course I don't know, but I, I definitely don't think I'd be ready because like I'm looking at these, these neighborhoods and I'm like, well, if I have to live there, you know, to start off then I'm going to do it, you know, I got to get outside of my comfort zone, you know, and, and at least give it a try. And if I don't like it there, I can move over there, you know, giving myself already that out if I don't hit it out of the park the first time. But 10 years ago, I wouldn't have done that. I would have just decided, nope, it's got to be like this. And I mean, and I'm still stubborn, you know, but Elisa said that I would be meeting all, she said they were surface level, but that I'd be meeting a lot of people like on my journey, you know, and I don't really spend the time to get to know people like I should. So surface level works for me. Because that's about all I can handle right now, you know, because I have, like, so many deep issues I'm working on myself. I couldn't give anybody all that time. And, like, now I'm just more observant. I mean, it's true. You know, like, I have to be honest with myself. Like, I'm I'm on the journey of the self. You know, I'm not looking for the one because I am the one. And if I would have realized that I was the one a long time ago, I probably wouldn't have had such, you know, a couple of relationship issues that I had along the way. But, you know, like nobody got hurt or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, I remember, like, always looking for the answer somewhere besides myself, you know, and, like, asking my friends, like, an opinion here or there, and it was like, you know, I did that a lot when I was younger because I feel like we're conditioned to do that. But in hindsight, nobody really knows better than I know for myself and not trusting myself enough to know that, you know, okay, well, you put yourself in this position for a reason, you know, so just accept it and then, you know, learn from it and then something else else will come in to change it around because as long as you're here, you, like, you know, I'm just looking to make the world a better place, you know, to leave it better than I found it when I came in here, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> we beat up on ourselves a lot, I think. I mean, I can't say you do that. I can only speak for myself. When I can't figure out the answer, even though I know it's within me, we have to bounce ideas off of other people. Otherwise, we're not, I mean, because we're never alone. I can only rely on the angels so much before it's like okay it's got i gotta see it happening in real time with the evidence on the earth plane but even that's wrong because you got to believe it before you can see it just a constant reminder of how we have to reprogram our subconscious mind you know what i heard i heard that the song of solomon in the bible the song of solomon where it talks about the husband and the wife is really your subconscious and your conscious mind. Have you ever heard of that before? No, but that actually doesn't seem that far off base. I was shocked when I heard that. I had to, like, reread that a couple of times. It was a, an author on YouTube, 
and I can't really remember his name right now, but it'll come up. And that was his theory of the Song of Solomon's, is that our conscious mind does what our subconscious does, and it's really the concept of husband and wife. And I was like, ooh, that would take a well, lot you of know, we got the yin, of- we've got the yin and yang, the masculine and feminine. Makes sense but I never thought of it that way before. I had never know? thought of it. I was like, dang, that's really deep, you know. So I don't know. I'm still trying to get out of Wisconsin. And, you know, that's the other thing, too. When you're in between, you know, that creative space, that gap that God gives you in between major changes so you can, like, rest up, but, like, not too comfortable because the change is coming. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not starting anything new because I'm changing locations, you know. So just work on everything that I've been working on. Just like, oh, the universe has got me really stressed out sometimes. It can be true. It's hard to get out of our own way. You know, is that that's what your show was about, getting out of your own way? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So what are you talking about? What are you What are you going to do since the since the one job interview um, was just like a dry run? Are you going to continue to look? It sounds like you already have a lot of work. I don't know how Uh, are you going to fit a job into all the things that you do. It would be nice to have money in addition to work. Yeah, I know. I have that issue, too. I just wrote a whole documentary, and it took me six months to, like, investigate the whole story, write it all out and everything like that. And I would like to get paid for that work right now, too, you know? Yeah. Because I'm I'm working anyway. Yeah. You might as well get paid for it. But I don't know why. Is it just because the whole country, is it because of the war that people don't have more of a spendable income? Like, I'm going to tell you, I couldn't even afford to buy my own copy of the book that I wrote. Couldn't even afford to buy my own copy. Couldn't even afford it. (laughs) So I don't know if it's the war in Ukraine that's putting such a damper on things. Oh, I don't know. I, I know I'm not alone. When I say that, like, you well, know, prices just, go up, but the money doesn't go up to match it. But they do that on purpose because, oh, like, yeah. when Trump was in office, I and this isn't a political thing. I'm just telling you what my experience is. When Trump was in office, I was able to finally pay off all of my debts and actually start a savings for the first time in like. 10 years, I was actually, like, head of savings. And then Biden got in office, and it's like, here I am again, like, no savings, credit card bills, you know, working, not getting paid, knowing I will get paid, but I don't know when, you know. And a lot of it has to do with how they control the money supply, you know. Like, I haven't been able to even, like, go and, like, go and do things that I want to do because it's like the finances just aren't there right now. I know it'll turn around and it'll get better, but 
It's like when you're going through it, there's only so many things that you can entertain yourself with before you start going batty, you know? (laughs) So a lot of it has to do with the way that they control the money supply, you know? Like that lady, she might be like, well, if we had more, more foot traffic, I'd make more money. But that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true, you know? You, you'll make more money if you uh, decrease your cost of product, you know, like whatever the, you want to increase your profit. That's how you'll make more money, you know, so lower your yeah, cost. Yeah, she was, and- she was telling me how she didn't break even at, at my event, even though she got a discounted, I gave her a, a discount on top of the, the cheap price because she told me she needed, you know, she just needed a, a break. And then she made over $300 because she bought a $20 space outdoors somewhere. Well, well I, I didn't break even at my first event either, but it, it gave me exposure and there were uh-huh. press releases that were printed in the newspaper that people are still Googling to this day. And I have that experience under my belt. You know, oh, I did an author fest, I did a meet and greet, I did a book signing. You know, it all cost me more than, than, and I was anticipating making more money at the event, but I also needed to have that experience on my resume. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, if she's the only one that doesn't think that the venue is not a good fit, then maybe she's just not a good fit. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Or she could also take orders for stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like she could also say, "Well, here, this is on my website or whatever." Like she can Oh, she doesn't have a website. What was the What was the uh, venue that she made three hundred dollars at? I don't know. I don't remember what she called it. Because then that could be an idea of how to that get you into maybe not the same venue, but maybe the same type of venue. You know or just any other events that are already going on, you know, like any other kind of fests that are already being promoted and maybe just piggybacking off of them, you know? Yeah. She's going to have to send me some figures, and then I'll be able to take that to the board and see where we go from there. you're You're always in it for room for growth. I would think that the mall would be good in the summer, because people are going to go there to um, to cool off anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just everybody goes to the mall in the summer because it's free air conditioning. Not everybody, mm-hmm. but like I do, or I have, I should say, you know. Um, so, yeah, there's always going to be people at the mall. But are yeah. they going to go there just for your event? You know, that's why I was like, it's, it's easier to to pick a place where there's already people going to be there. Yeah, we're going to work on all that and see where it takes us. That's I'm all so we glad can I got do. to talk to you today. I was, like, waiting to hear about the job interview, but I didn't want to call in Elisa's show last week because I want to give other people a chance to call, you know, yeah. and not be a stalker. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about... The, I mean, they got my resume, and apparently the job that I went for, she said they had already filled that morning. 
it was mm-hmm. it was a hiring fair. It wasn't even a job fair. It was like um, they were hiring people on the spot. So if somebody got there at nine o'clock that morning that was qualified, they hired them. And the thing is, this is not my time to work there. And my time may come later. I'm not so unconcerned with it. Yeah. It's pretty scary how un how uncaring I am about it. I'm just I've released it. Totally released it to the universe. Yep. Jesus and take the speaking wheel. of the universe, I'm getting a message from Blog Talk that's about to shut me down here, so I'm gonna to have to say goodbye. We are way All overdue. Right. I, I love talking day. with you. Thank you. I Same hope here. you do too. Um when you get okay. to Miami you'll be about four or five hours away from me, depending on what part of Miami you're in. So we could probably meet in the middle someday. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll talk another time. All right. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye, Dion. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Be Unique Radio's Manifest Monday show with Mary Brotherton. Come back every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern for more guidance on creating your ideal life. If you have questions about manifesting your happiness, email manifestmondayshow at gmail.com and Mary will respond on a future episode. Remember, friends, The fastest way to manifest your dreams is to speak them into existence in positive present terms and to always remain grateful. See you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.